Welcome to the Dash Mindset Podcast. I'm Sherry Ziedenbergen. You were born, you're gonna die, and your adventure is your dash in between. So make the most of it. Unlock your potential in all aspects of your dash by embracing your uniqueness and living in a way that's authentic to you. Not by doing more things, but by focusing on the right things. I'm a former corporate leader turned coach who's on my own journey, and I'm passionate about helping you on your journey too. So on the podcast, we'll explore how to live authentically by deciphering who you truly are and what you truly want. Are you ready to take a step toward designing your dash? Someday doesn't actually exist. So let's do it now. Hello, today is my first real episode of the Dash Mindset Podcast, and I am so excited to have you here and so appreciate you listening. On today's episode, I'll be sharing my story to give you some context and to give you some background on who I am, what led me here, and why the heck I'm even doing a podcast. Ultimately, the whole point of this podcast is to provide something that will be helpful to you. So I encourage you to think about your own life throughout the episode, and actually throughout every episode, and consider areas where you can relate. So before I get into my own story, I'd like you to think about your story, not just what brought you to where you are, but where you want to be. What do you want your story to be? So unless you're driving or operating power tools, I invite you to close your eyes for a bit. Now, picture the old version of yourself, whatever age you're shooting for. For me, it's 105. For you, it might be 110. Whatever age you're shooting for. Picture yourself in a rocking chair. Maybe you're on a porch. Maybe you're in a yard. Whatever feels right for you. Wherever you are, picture someone with you. Maybe it's your grandkids, maybe it's your neighbors, whomever it is, they want to know the story of your life. They wanna know about the life you've lived. So what do you want your story to be? What's the story you want to tell? I'm clearly not giving you adequate time to think about it right now, but I encourage you to continue thinking about your own story as I share mine and to keep thinking about it well beyond this episode. For me, it started all the way back in 1975. I won't actually go back that far, but truly it did start in my childhood, just like it does for each of us. The big question for me was, as it is, or as it was for a lot of us, was what did I want to be when I grew up? My brothers were both on their path toward electrical engineering as was evidenced by their never-ending science fair projects, and I can still see their card tables with their projects on them today. I had zero interest in even hearing about their science fair projects, so I knew engineering was out. My mom was a nurse, and I knew I had zero desire to do that. So what did that leave me with? I felt like there was a checklist of options, this imaginary checklist that no one had actually ever shared with me, but this list that I could envision in my head. And it seemed like I had a list to pick from. I was a perfectionistic overachiever. I was oddly organized for a kid anyway. I liked to plan and I was good at math. So what made sense for me? It all came together when I took high school accounting. I loved the feeling of a balanced balance sheet and my accounting teacher was funny. So clearly accounting was the path for me. So I went to college. And I decided I would be a partner at one of the big eight accounting firms. And if you're at all familiar with accounting firms, yes, there there were eight at the time. I know there are far fewer now, but that was back in the 1900s. And my plan was to graduate, start my career, 
get married, have kids at some point, and become a partner at an accounting firm. I had it all figured out. So as part of my plan, I did a couple accounting internships. And they were okay. I didn't hate them. They weren't exactly fun in games, like my high school accounting class with the balanced balance sheets and the funny teacher, but they were all right. And they were getting me closer to where I needed to be. But then one day, I started questioning things. Were my internships a true vision into the rest of my life, but without winter and spring breaks, just weekends and one-week vacations that I had to request off? One day, I had lunch with my brother who was already out in the real world doing the adult thing. And so I asked, is this what life after college is? Is this what adulthood is? Basically going through the motions and going to work every day, sitting at a desk, shuffling a bunch of papers and doing it all again the next day to pay off the student loans that I took out to have the job until I retire and die? Yeah, pretty much was his immediate response. And we both laughed, but really? Was graduation something I should have really been excited for? Was the whole adult thing something I should be excited for? Regardless, time went on and I officially entered adulthood. And I experienced a lot of amazing things. I met my husband and stepson, moved, got married, bought a house, had more kids. We loved to travel and took at least one trip a year because it was something we loved to do. And from a career standpoint, that was going well too. I realized shortly after starting in public accounting that I did not want to become a partner as I had planned to be in my life plan. And it threw a bit of a wrench into my plan, but I found a company I liked and things were overall pretty good. And even though I was no longer on the path to be a partner in a public accounting firm, I was proud of the fact that I had earned my CPA, I had crossed CPA off my list, and I loved crossing things off my list, so it was all good. And shortly after that, I earned additional certifications that made sense at the time. And I went back to school for my MBA. Basically, I kept adding to my checklist and crossing things off, which I love to do. And I continued to take on new roles and change positions every couple of years. Nothing was bad. Everything was fine. But the thoughts I had during my internship continued to swirl through my mind. No matter how many things were good, no matter how many changes I made, no matter how many boxes I checked, I still felt like something was missing. And I felt like I was simply going through the motions, but I didn't know what I wanted to do instead. So I just kept working harder and harder. And I started to feel more frantic as time went on as if I was running out of time. I knew it was up to me to figure it out, but I didn't know how, and I couldn't figure out why. I could explain what I didn't want, but I didn't have the language for what I did want. Now, in retrospect, I realized I had tried to keep things separate in my mind, career and then everything else. I knew what I did well at work. I felt like what I wanted in the rest of my life, but I didn't know how to effectively integrate the two. I didn't know how to live the life I wanted overall or how to define it which became clear on my flight home from a work trip. A work trip for a position that I thought would be the perfect position and would fill the void. I loved working with new people. I loved to travel. So leading a global project, working with colleagues in Europe and traveling was the perfect way to consolidate my two worlds, right? There were a lot of things I loved about it. But then I had the moment that made me realize I had to make a new kind of change, not just a different role, not an additional certification or credential or whatever. I had to make a shift in my life. So back to the moment it became clear. I was on the flight home from a work trip to Europe. Nothing had gone wrong on my trip, but on the flight home, I started to panic a little bit. I had so much to do. I missed my family and I couldn't wait to see them, but how would I squeeze everything in when I got home? I had a never-ending list at home, a never-ending list at work, and I didn't even know if I wanted to do any of it. Where was the meaning in all of this stuff on my list? And at what point was I going to feel done with 
all of it. When I was dead? How was I supposed to work in the stuff that I actually enjoyed? And it hit me. I didn't really even know what I wanted. I just kept going through the motions, moving on to the next thing. And I had to figure out how to operate differently in my life. The way I had been operating had led me to where I was, and I didn't know how to operate in any other way. So I had to figure out a new way. It was time to figure out what I truly wanted, not just from a work perspective, but from an overall life perspective. So from that moment on, I made new kinds of changes. I started thinking about what was really important to me. I started thinking more about my strengths. I started focusing less on doing another thing and improving my weaknesses. I'd been feeling like something was wrong with me, but that wasn't the case. Sure, we all have things we can improve, but what did I already do that I wanted to do more of? What were some of the things I did well that I actually didn't even want to do? What was I out of congruence with? Who was I supposed to be? I'd been wearing blinders based on what I thought I knew about myself, based upon what I thought was possible. I had been making it far more complicated than it needed to be. I had been beating myself up unnecessarily. I wasn't doing the right things that were right for me when it came to my life overall. I wasn't focusing enough on the things I was already good at and loved. Connecting with and helping people with the things that were meaningful to me. I started doing some coaching as a contractor on the side, and I realized that's what I was meant to do. And becoming truly self-aware and considering life in a holistic way was the key to all of it. So now I help other people develop and apply self-awareness to their lives too, wherever they are in their journey. Because although 95% of us believe we're self-aware, and I was in that percentage, only 10 to 15% of us actually are. I could have saved so much time, so much money, so much frustration, and so much energy if I had figured it out sooner. I don't wish I had because that wouldn't have actually led me to where I am today, and we're each on whatever journey is meant for us. But if I can save you time, money, frustration, and energy, that makes it even better. So that's what I help people do now. And life is so much more meaningful and so much more fun overall because of it. So if you're feeling like something is a little off, if you're feeling like something is missing and you don't know what it is, if you're feeling like you're supposed to have it all figured out, everyone else does, so why can't you? No, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. No, it doesn't mean you need to focus on your weaknesses even more. Everyone else is doing life their way. You just need to do it your way. And you just need to figure out what that way is. It doesn't mean you need to change up your whole life. It may just be a matter of adjusting a few things. Maybe trying something on the side like I did. Maybe simply taking more time for yourself. Maybe delegating more things or creating more boundaries at home or at work. It all depends on who you are and what you want. And figuring it out isn't just an event, it's a process. And unfortunately, it takes more than a minute. It's a work in progress. And I know I'll be working on it until the day I die. But I get a step closer every day. And it's possible for you to get a step closer every day too. Each of us gets just one life. All we have is the dash between the day we were born and the day we die. And it's so much more fulfilling and so much more fun when you do it your way. So take one tiny step, whatever that is for you, and make today amazing your way. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player, tell your friends and leave us a review. Follow me on my social media platforms highlighted in the show notes and get in touch with me at thedashmindset.com. Share the topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. 
Thanks again for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. We'll see you next time. Design and differentiate your Dash, your way, and make today amazing.